Being Reasonable comes to you from the WHUP studios in downtown Hillsboro, North Carolina. I'm Mark Solomon, and you are taking part in Being Reasonable, the weekly conversation show that focuses on how we've arrived on our steadfast views and our desire to know what is true. To participate in this friendly collaboration, all you need is respectfulness and an honest interest in the truth. We can all improve the way we form and consider our beliefs. And we can do so by being reasonable. One, two. On this week's show, we speak with another repeat guest, Jean-Francois. Jean-Francois re-examines his belief questioning anthropogenic climate change. So let's speak again with Jean-Francois. I am re-interviewing people I interviewed over a year ago. Okay. Because I want to know, after they've had a chance to listen to their segment, if they revise their beliefs any, if they don't revise their beliefs, if they have any additional thoughts— and just to kind of continue the discussion. Okay, and yeah, so sure. far, it's been really interesting and useful. And I have no idea what you're going to say. And I just thought I would invite you on. And I enjoyed okay. our conversation a great deal last time. And okay. I just wanted to, to, uh, to chat with you. Okay. The belief you discussed last time was you expressed some significant cynicism about climate change. Yeah. And I want to talk to you about that again and see if you've changed your belief on that, if if maybe you uh, feel more strongly about your cynicism about climate change, or maybe you feel less cynicism, I have no Uh, idea what you're going to say. Okay. But I want to know if, or maybe it's the same. Do you still have that belief about your cynicism about climate change? So yes, I I still believe that on on even more strongly than the global warming or climate change, because we definitely don't know where the trend is leading us. So you're saying that you have an even stronger cynicism before yeah. than the last uh, time we about spoke? the anthropogenic yeah anthropogenic uh, climate change. Climate change. That's so you've you uh, question that even more than you did before. Yeah, and uh, some doubt I had became more and more clear. For example, the implication on the, on the in the light of the pandemic, it was very interesting to see, because it was in everybody's face, the interference between politics and science. One year ago, I don't know, I don't remember if we talked about that, but uh, I was seeing behind the, this whole global warming uh, movement, the nuclear industry. Because so the origin of this movement comes from uh, Margaret Thatcher, wanted to break the, the labor the, and the union in the coal and oil industry because it was public companies. And so she promoted the nuclear industry. And, um, so you're saying the nuclear energy has promoted the idea that climate change is a thing, and that's why... Well, climate change is due to the human activity uh, creating more um, uh, dioxide, uh, carbon dioxide. Right. Okay. And why that? Because nuclear energy doesn't create carbon dioxide. Gotcha. 
And really, the IPCC was created by Margaret Thatcher with this aim to, to promote uh, the nuclear industry, to cut down the, the new union in the oil and the coal industry. So you have a stronger belief than you did in the past about climate yeah. change, and mostly is because you have been uh, looking at uh, the nuclear and oil industries and how they benefited from this notion of anthropogenic climate change? Well, mostly the nuclear industry. Mostly the nuclear And industry. for example, the IPCC, which is this uh, United Nations organism specialized in climate. Yeah. Okay. So there is different group in, within the IPCC. And the, the most important uh, is a scientific one who's uh, trying to figure out data and explain why there is and how much there is a, of a climate change. Well, help me. So, the, so, so if you just... Yeah. So the, the number two is always a French. And this French always works for the CEA, which is uh, the nuclear agency in France. In my opinion, they were in, in, the, in the shadow, but now they are coming out and say, hey... You know what? We need energy, and nuclear energy is carbon dioxide uh, free. Right. Because also we see the limit of the what we call alternative uh, energy, like solar or wind. I mean, to, to be. To so be you have this belief more strongly because yeah. you have been reading more information about the nuclear industry and how you think that they have benefited from yeah. uh, the notion of anthropogenic climate change. Yeah. Uh, Not yet, but they are coming out of the wood now. And recently, by the way, because the, at the light of the, the failure, of, so for example, in Germany or in California, so Germany is going to close in a real, in a short term, all the nuclear factory. Okay. Mm -hmm. But they have problems. They don't have a replacement. So what they do, they buy to the French. And the French is making 90% of his uh, energy through nuclear. So in fact, they deported the, the nuclear industry to France. And now we have shortage or threat of shortage in France. If the weather is very cold, we know that we're going to have shortage because the Germans closed their factories and are buying from us. Okay. Now, on a scale from one to seven, how confident are you that this strengthening belief is true? Well, I always doubt. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't say seven, but uh, I would say five, five to six, yeah. Five to six? Yeah. And on a scale from one to seven, how important is it for you to believe in things that are true? Well, it's important, and we see to the light of the pandemic. I mean... Uh, well, on a scale from one to seven, what would you... Say just so it gives me a it helps me kind of gauge you six probably. six yeah so uh, one more time the, the 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 pandemic put some evidence on the interference between politics and science yeah so the pandemic has sort of exposed the rift between yeah. politics and science. and also the importance of credibility so I have an example in France at the beginning for some uh, budget reason uh, the previous government decided not to renew the stock of masks. So when the pandemic started, the, the mask stock was empty in France. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah. So rather than saying, well, we don't have any mask, we messed up, and uh, sorry guys, but try to find a solution on uh, a flow of, of new mask. But mask is important. They say, oh, you know, mask is not important. 
Mass doesn't even a, a secretary of something I don't remember her title say you know it's even dangerous to wear a mask. And now in France, if you say something which is not true, your credibility is at stake. In the case of climate change, where have you been getting your information from Internet. that shows you what's that? Internet. Internet. I mean, is there certain specific sources you go to? I mean, where obviously you have a stronger belief than you did before. So I'm wondering where you're acquiring the information you acquired. Well, there is a lot of websites. So of course you have to try to make a selection, but you have to, a lot of uh, scientists and renewed scientists who express their opinion that they just are not broadcast by the mainstream media. And uh -huh. I sound... Uh, I mean, I'm trying to understand, are you getting... Are you going to academic sources? Are you going to sources that consolidates information? Are you going to partisan sources? Where do you get your information when you are forming your conclusions about climate change? Well, of course, if you want to have information about uh, how it's not or probably not anthropogenic, you have to go to website of people who say that it's not anthropogenic. So like uh, there is a, a tons of them. I mean, uh, and, and some of them are, are done by scientists. So are you saying that you look at websites yeah. that challenge anthropogenic yeah. climate change. Yes, yes. So of course, I mean, uh, you have to be very selective, and, and uh, if it's obviously uh, <laughs> uh, so, saying no, there is no change. I, well, I believe there is a change. The problem is, is it anthropogenic? Right. But the change, as I told you last time, there have always been change, climate change. Now, if you start off with a baseline that you are looking at websites that challenge anthropogenic climate change, do you think it would be more difficult for you to believe in anthropogenic climate change if, and in fact, it was true? Well, the, the, so the first step is... Carbon dioxide, is it a, a consequence or a cause? Right now, I want to know about the reliability of the information that you are acquiring, how you form the belief that you form. Where are you getting your information? Because it seems like many people could do what you do and look at the internet and come up with a totally opposite answer, maybe. Yeah. And I'm trying to understand how is it that you are acquiring your information? Well, so first I try to be free from any uh, doctrine. So for example, a guy proved that uh, all the, the weather station in, U in the US, which is the biggest network, of course, in the world, uh -huh. are not precise. And they are the, the base of the uh, IPCC uh, theory. So of the course- The temperature readings aren't precise. Yeah, so he's, on, he's not the only one first. So a scientist in, in, in Norway or Denmark or this region uh, did the same research. Of course, there was less station and she came to the same conclusion. So you're telling me that if you were to read your sources on the internet and all of a sudden you would find out that these instruments, I'm not saying this is the case, but these instruments yeah. were precise, then you would change your belief yeah, on climate sure, change. Sure, yeah, yeah. But the, the, the first step... Is that, uh, is that correct? Yes, Yes, but I found uh, some reasonable explanation that allow me to doubt. 
doesn't mean that I'm sure the guy who, who denied the, the, the precision is right, but at least there is a debate here and we have to do something to be sure. So there is no discussion about that. But if the guy is right, it collapses everything uh, uh, based on these data. Collapse it in which way? In a way that we don't know if uh, carbon dioxide is a consequence or a cause. And that's fundamental because if it's a consequence, global warming is not an anthropogenic one. Up to now, it's reasonable to question. The problem is the guy who, who said that is a Trump supporter. So everybody say, hey, he's a Trump supporter, so, so he, he, he's wrong. And I'm saying, well, prove him wrong. The fact that and I'm not a Trump supporter, so uh, it's, it's something different to me. But if he's right, it's, it's very important to know. And, and he's asking a very interesting question that we should address. And, and the first step that IPCC should do rather than building all this theory, is to be sure that their instrument of measurement are precise. Okay, so... And so just to, 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 to say, the, the guy put up all his uh, uh, research online. There is photos, there is explanation. You can check. So he has a scientific approach. I'm not saying he's right. I'm saying he's asking a very good question. Okay, so there is climate change research. Yeah. And for you, it seems that much of your belief about climate change hinges on whether these instruments that measure temperature were accurate. Yeah. And so it seems like that a test could be made. Oh, yeah. That if, and I don't pretend to know how this test would work, but if they went through and tested all the devices that measure temperature, and let's say they found out that these devices worked terrific, there was not a problem with these devices, then you would revise your belief. Yeah, for the 200 last years, yes. I'm sorry? For the 200 last years. For the 200 last years. Yeah, because that's the time frame. Right. So now if the another instrument is to go to the North Pole or South Pole and to... to, to uh, Ice core? Ice to see the ice core. Mm -hmm. And same, I, I read, so of course I didn't understand everything and I, I, I would be happy to have a scientific over my shoulder to explain me uh, what I didn't understand. But the few I understand, so first it's a thesis from a PhD, okay, a French PhD. And the, 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 the jury was presided by the number two of IPCC, okay. So you cannot say there are Trumpists. <laughs> or there are climate change denials. There are the people who tell us, well, there is a, a climate change. There is a global warming. And what they, she explained in this thesis is very interesting, is how the ice core is formed over the time. And the imprecision is huge. I mean, like 500 to 1,000 years, because between the, you know, the ice in the North Pole, or in the poles are made by accumulation of snow. And at one point, you have so many snow over a layer that the pressure transforms the snow gradually into ice. I understand. Before the oxygen can move in the, in the layers. I understand. And after, it doesn't move. So when a layer, is, uh, when a, a bubble of oxygen is, is prisoner of uh, ice, it's done. But before, they can move. So it depends on the slope on the temperature, on the gravity, 
So the, there is an imprecision, if I remember well, from 500 to 1,000 years. So which means that when you take a, a bubble of, of oxygen in a layer of ice, right. you don't know if it's mi minus or, or plus 500 years. So it, it's the difference between a cause and a consequence. So are these the temperature devices we're talking about, or are we talking about something different now? It's, an, it's a proxy, what we call a proxy. So temperature device, so it's since 2000. Is that what you were originally talking about when you were no, 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 something no. different? It's, it's another tool to measure. So you're just saying the ice core measurements are unreliable? Yeah. Same as it. So there is, basically, there are three tools to, to measure the temperature. And, how, and, and, and this information that you got, that ice core... Uh, measurements are unreliable. It comes from a dissertation, dissertation of a PhD. Yeah, uh -huh. under the so the jury was presided by the number two of the IPCC. Now, if another group said that, I'm not saying this is the case, but ice core measurements were reliable, then how would you go about deciding who to believe? Well, um, I mean, the more the more uh, convincing information. Uh, would be my information, the, the information I would rely on. In your mind, what would likely make a source of information more true versus less true? <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, uh, technically, I have no idea. I, I just, you know, I, I'm not a scientist. I just read this scientific publication. I try to understand, and I raise questions. I say, why is this women who are doing a dissertation under the stamp of the number two of IPCC is telling me that the imprecision is minus or plus 500 years. So, uh, and, and then you have uh, IPCC who come to tell me that in 30 years, it's too late. So 30 years with a tool who is imprecise of 500 years. So what's... But I'm going to presume... Yeah. That there are scientists who think that ice core measurements are accurate to the extent that they show climate change occurring. And you have a source that shows that climate change might not be occurring. Yeah. And I'm just wondering how you sift through the information you sift. I mean, I, I would imagine you just don't sit at your computer and just Google climate change. I, I would think that you have sources that you go through and, and people that you count on more than others. And I would think that you have a way that you go about to analyze and find your information. So, okay, the, the IPCC or the, I mean, people from, uh, who support the idea of a global warming, I, uh, I mean, anthropogenic global warming says, well, we see the data in the ice. So my first question is how the ice is formed. So I, I, Google how the ice is formed. And bingo, I, I found this uh, dissertation. And bingo, the I dissertation was presided under the, the benediction, if you want, of IPCC prominent member. Okay, so you Googled it and it came up in Google. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, everything is uh, accessible to anybody. Right. You just have to find. But or do to... you think that there are possibly more reliable sources and less reliable sources? Or do you think that they're all sort of equal? Well, if a PhD, so when a PhD does a dissertation, mm -hmm. I mean, there is people around her, I mean, the professor, scientist, yeah. uh, and if she says stupid thing, I guess they're going to say, hey, you're wrong, you, uh, and we won't give you your PhD. 
And as a matter of fact, what, what surprises me to find a member of IPCC in the jury. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that means that they agree with her dissertation and they admit, in a way, that the imprecision is minus or plus 500 years. Yeah. And, and it makes sense. I mean, the... the, the could, could that be correct and climate change still be correct? Yes, could be still correct, but that raises a question. And the question is always the same. Is carbon dioxide a cause of a, or a consequence? And there is three ways to, to measure. But it seems like you're erring on the side of it's not happening versus it is happening. And I am no climate scientist, but I am thinking that for every study you generate, that shows or questions climate change yeah. that Tony sitting next to you would be able to come up with his studies or show his studies that it is happening, right? Yeah, so I'm willing to, uh, I'd be happy to meet Tony and discuss with him and, and, and compare and, and I'm open. I mean, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I have no yeah. problem with that. My ego doesn't. <laughs> so in your mind, what would it take to show you that you were wrong if you were wrong? Well, uh, explain me with a scientific approach that the, 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 when you take a, a bubble of air in a layer of ice, it was made precisely this year or 10 years, for more or less 10 years, but not five on, more or less 500 years. So if someone could show you yeah, sure. that the measurement of ice cores is more precise, then, then you would change your mind and you would believe that climate change is happening. Check. Right. Okay, check. But what they're going to show, in fact, is that so there was always climate change when there was no human activity or significant I human activity. I understand, but I think the belief is, is that there is anthropogenic climate change in the sense that because of human activity, that climate change has significantly increased. Yeah. 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 That's the belief. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not it's not that I want to promote the oil industry or the coal industry. I'm I'm happy if we have electric cars. Okay, but uh, I don't believe that solar panel gonna solve all the problem. They're gonna create other problems, and so if we if we bury the nuclear industry, for example, like the German did, we're gonna create other problem, or we're gonna transfer the problem to the French. So it seems the, like that there is that there are repercussions. Yeah, but. Could we say that the repercussions of the belief have nothing to do with the belief? Like whether solar power is economically feasible or not, that really doesn't have anything to do whether anthropogenic climate change is occurring or not. Well, it's a consequence. I mean, um, if you tell me that there is a, a anthropogenic uh, climate change okay, yeah. and the solution is, is a solar panel, that's well, I guess what I'm saying is the solution is irrelevant to the belief because yeah. either the belief is true or not true, right? It has nothing to do with Well, let's say, let's say it's true. Okay, let's, let's say what's true. It's, uh, the, the, there is global, anthropogenic global oh, warming yeah. uh -huh. and, uh, and we're going to make, uh, we're going to stop the uh, industry who create uh, di carbon dioxide, okay? And the problem is going to be solved. Well, so the problem might be solved or it might not be solved, but, yeah, but that has gonna... nothing to do whether anthropogenic climate change is occurring or not. No, but it's, it's hide something that nobody wants to talk about is that whatever anthropogenic is depends on the number of humans on Earth. And so hiding the stuff under the rug and saying, well, we have the solution won't happen. Even there is a, 
solar panel all over the world, yeah. we're going to have problem. And again, solar power may correct climate change if it is occurring. But I think what I'm saying is, is that whether solar power is helpful to the situation or not helpful to the situation, yeah. that has no bearing on whether climate change is occurring or not occurring. No. Well... I guess, and maybe it's just a language barrier here, but yeah. I guess what I'm saying is that if climate change is true yeah. or not true, it's true or not true. It doesn't, we can no, talk no, no. about solar, so, we can talk about solar energy all we want. It doesn't affect whether it's happening or not happening. No, so let, let, let's be, so I have to be more clear. So, okay. so one do. more time, I believe there is climate change. There always been climate change. Well, and, and when I say that, I mean yeah. anthropogenic climate yeah. change. Yeah. So anthropogenic cl uh, change. Well, let me ask you this question. If, let's say Tony is sitting next to you and Tony believes in anthropogenic climate change and you don't, is it the case that one of you is right and one of you is wrong? Or is it the case that you could both be right or both be wrong? Or how do you see like the nature of discerning someone else's belief versus yours? Well, it's a hard question. <laughs> if I knew, I, I wouldn't doubt. Uh... For example, okay, let me do this. I have a number of chickens yeah. running around my backyard. Yeah. And you saw them as you came in. And... There are an even or odd number of chickens. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the answer is. I presume you don't know what the answer is, but there is an answer there. Yeah. There. Does that answer depend on what we believe or is that answer just out there in the universe and it doesn't matter what we believe or think about it? Yeah, no, I think there is an answer, but it's more complicated than we think. So it's hard to find the right answer. So I, I'm not, I'm certainly not right. Well, let's use the chicken example if we can. Yeah, It'll help yeah. me. So yeah. we're seeing where you're coming from. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there is an answer. So if I believe that there are an even number of chickens and you believe that there are an odd number of chickens, in this case, only one of us can be right. Yeah. Okay. But we can't both be right or both be wrong, at least in this situation. Yeah, but that's, I would say it's a simple problem. <laughs> I understand. So global yeah, warming I, I, might right, be a I, little I, more complicated. And uh, so the answer is somewhere be between. Is it closer to me than to Tony? I don't know. To me, this gets to whether we can agree from the onset that there are truths out there in the world. And we might not know them. And they may, and they may be very complicated to know. Yeah. But there are some truths out there in the world, objective truths. And it doesn't really matter whether we believe them or not, they're just out there. Yeah, no, there is. But it's one more time, it's very complicated because there is a lot of interaction. Let's say, okay, if the one solution to uh, reduce the carbon dioxide is... I agree with you. It's complicated. It, I, yeah. I, I'm not saying that we... So well, it's, it's more... So what I'm fighting for, uh, fighting is a strong word, but what I really believe is that it's a process, intellectual process, you won't be approaching this truth if you don't question the theory, yeah. one theory. Right. So it's a dynamic. So, so I'm not saying I'm right. I'm saying, hey, Tony, how can you be sure? And I understand that. I do understand having a level of skepticism and cynicism about information that you read. But I think what I'm trying to understand here is your default position in this case is that it is not occurring. 
And maybe that is the correct default position. Well, first, uh, the argument of Tony are questionable. I mean, I'm, they are not convincing to me. Okay. And second, what Tommy is saying has consequence. I'm going to pay more tax. I'm going to have more rules. I'm going to have consequence on my way of life. So I'm, I'm willing to do everything possible to make the earth better or the life better. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not questioning your motivation yeah, yeah. at all. I just really want to know how you acquire the information you acquire and is the way you acquire information, at least in this case, a reliable way to acquire that information? And that's really the nutshell. Yeah. Well, uh, so as I told you, I'm, I'm questioning Google. <laughs> Google yeah, yeah. sent me some information. Uh, and I hope the Google is not uh, selecting the information for me uh, in a way it's oriented towards something. Uh -huh. So I have doubt about that too, because... Uh, so we saw that the, the Google, uh, uh, Twitter are more and more interfering with what the people are saying. So that's, I think that's dangerous. So I prefer to read big, huge lie on, on, on Facebook or Google or whatever. If, if, if there is freedom, because from this chaos... So the, the chaos, to answer maybe your question, of people questioning or emitting some theory, even the odd theory, why not? I mean, it's odd until... Uh, until I mean, a lot of proven theory now were odd at, at one time. And so I prefer this chaos and working on, on selecting the information on trying to find the, the accurate information or the something which is scientific, not uh, politically biased. Uh, I think it's more important than uh, just promoting a, a, an official truth. Let's talk about this in a meta way, if that's possible. Yeah. I know your background, and I would imagine you understand the concept of confirmation bias, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That sometimes, and even not consciously, we could do this not consciously, we could seek out information or... Google information, possibly, in a way that that way we search for the information has a significant effect on the information that we receive and attend to. You are listening to Being Reasonable on WHUP. We continue our conversation with Jean-Francois as he re-examines his belief questioning anthropogenic climate change right after this short break. Make your heart fly I can 
small rug stain Draw a cool jet plane And cause you to cry I am just like Superman And my power is to make Like an airplane, I'm always on the go. My costume, my costume is bulletproof. I'm strong enough to leave a bruise, and I know how to sew. I dress in in a red poncho while wearing red boots that glow. I streak across the sky I'd make a Make a good hero If I wasn't such a zero And cause you to cry I am just like Superman And my power is to make This is Mark Solomon, host of Being Reasonable. Do you like the show and want to help? Please subscribe to Being Reasonable as a podcast and maybe even write us a review. Thanks. Sometimes, and even not consciously, we could do this not consciously, we could seek out information or Google information possibly in a way that that way we search for the information has a significant effect on the information that we receive and attend to. Yeah, sure, sure. Of course, I mean, uh, I'm biased. You're, you're biased? Yeah, sure. How do you mean? That's a bias to say, hey, I'm, I'm, I, I don't want to believe for granted or to take for granted this uh, anthropogenic uh, theory. Are you saying you don't want to believe it? I don't want to believe without discussion. I don't want to be conform to the official truth. Okay. okay, I want to be able to question the official truth. But if, if my question lead me to the, to the conviction that uh, 
it's true. I have no problem with that. No problem at all. The only problem is that, so you have an ofi uh, official theory, okay, global warming, glo uh, anthropogenic global warming. So I could say, uh, well, yeah, okay, that's, that's the truth. Uh -huh. I decided to say, well, it might be the truth, but I'm not sure. So, of course, when I'm looking for information, I'm looking for information who are contradicting this information. Now, if this information are, uh, I would say, well, the Earth is flat, so that's, ex I mean, I, mean uh, I, I wouldn't take it. Well, to use your example. Yeah. Let's say I had serious questions whether the Earth was round. Yeah. And I go to Google and I type into Google, is the Earth round? Is it possible that I'm going to get different information than if I Googled, is the world flat? Probably, yeah. Probably. I think that's yeah. what I'm saying, I'm what I'm sure, saying. Yeah. Earth flat is easy, problem is easy to solve. I mean, take a plane, airplane on, on flat. Well, I, I just want, yeah, but I just want to know yeah. what's true. And yes, you could say that, well, it's easy to find out, yeah. get in an airplane, but I think as you know, there are plenty of people out there who don't who do not believe that. Oh yeah, no. I, I mean, I have this example of a woman who explained me that uh, Eva Brown, the mistress of Hitler, Adolf Hitler, was the great grandmother of Obama. Uh, I talk on Facebook with yeah, a, yeah. a woman who explained me that uh, Eva Brown. The, oh, Eva Brown. Okay. Uh -huh. Okay. The mistress of uh, Adolf Hitler. Gotcha. Was uh, Obama's great grandmother. And I explained her that if it was the case, she would have her Obama's grandmother at 12 years old. Obama's grandmother would have Obama's mother at 10 years old. Right. And it's not possible. It seems like there's holes in that yeah. logic. Yeah. And in that example, would you come up, do you think, with a different answer if you Googled, is Eva Brown a relative of Obama versus if you Googled, who are Eva Brown's relatives? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, I guess, I guess I'm not sure, but I guess you well, would have different information. Right. And that's what I'm talking about, a self-confirmation bias in the sense that, and I haven't tried this on Google with your belief. And yeah. if you're listening at home, please try. But I think it's part of, it's part of what it is being human, yeah. I would imagine, that when you're sitting in front of your computer, you don't have a clean slate. It's not... Yeah, you don't sure. have no belief about no, it. No, of course. Of course, you have you have a little bias. But I, I don't want to... I mean, uh, when I found information were contradicting what I tend to believe, I, I have no problem with that. Okay. I mean, I'm not a saint. I, I have my flaws like everybody. But I, I have no problem with anthropogenic uh, uh, global warming uh, principle. So if we talk a year from now and there's more studies that come out, let's just say that show that the instruments used to measure anthropogenic climate change, including ice core measurements, actually, are, in fact, are quite reliable, then you would be on the other side of that belief. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that'll be interesting to talk again in a year. Yeah, I'd be happy. Uh, yeah. But uh, no, I'm, I'm not a fanatic, if you want. I, I'm, I just think, that, so my, my, my really strong belief that I think questioning is doing some progress. Yeah. If you don't question, there is no progress. Yeah. And, yeah. and of course, questioning the information that you're given it seems to be a healthy way to live in the sense that if you don't question, and basically that's all I do on this podcast, yeah. if you don't question, 
then if you hold a belief that is false, then how do you know that it's false? Yeah. In some sense. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I, right. I, I think I get where you're coming from. Yeah. And when I have these conversations, it's usually less about the belief itself, in this case, anthropogenic climate change, and more so about how one acquires the information and the reliability of the information a person uses to form that belief in the first place. Oh, okay, yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, I'm wondering, is it possible, and I'm not questioning your fervor in questioning anthropogenic climate change, but I'm wondering, with any belief, Mm -hmm. is it possible to question things at a level where it is difficult to know what is true. For example, we can use a simple belief. Let's say that I believe that the sun will rise tomorrow. Yeah. And Tony doesn't believe it because he's been on the internet and he <laughs> has his sources and he's Googled it. And he has come across enough information where he thinks that that is not true. Mm-hmm. Even though, let's say that that is fairly settled, that the sun will rise. Okay. How could we help Tony discover the truth, assuming that is the truth? Well, it's going to come fast. Just wait for the following day. But, uh, That's no, a good no. point. <laughs> if we could wait. I'm but let's for... say we don't have that kind of time. Let's say okay, we no, need to decide I, now. I see what, yeah, you, what you mean. Yeah. So I, I would say, well, explain me. Yeah. Because so also, yeah. Everything I, I think on the, the beginning of my reflection, if you want, my process of thinking, start by an observation. Yeah. Okay. So I observed, and I told you the la- last time, a little island in Brittany, and uh, obviously the level of the sea was not the same uh, when they build up the prehistorical men, build up the uh-huh. prehistorical m- monument. Okay. So that's an observation. Right. So I came to the logic conclusion that the, the, the level moved up and down. Okay. And, and significantly because the level of the sea at one time, now I know it, back then I didn't know it, was 120 meters, which is 360 feet lower than it is now. So you could cross the English, so-called English Channel uh-huh. by foot back then. Okay. And the f- same, another observation, the, the fishermen in Normandy, they, they take in their net some tusk of mammoth. Okay. okay, so you're saying that... So that's observation. There's observations that sea level has risen. Yeah. Okay. So now the question, second question is why? Mm-hmm. So the, the, the temperature of Earth impact on the level of the sea. Okay. If it's cold, it's lower. If it's warm, there is less ice, there is more water. The level is higher. Nobody questioned that. Yeah. That's physics. And you can do the experience. Okay in your fridge. So now I know for a fact that uh, uh, the prehistorical uh, men didn't have uh, an industrial uh, polluting activity. I mean, the, 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 uh-huh. their print on, on Earth was very light. So the, the movement, the change of the climate were not due to the human activity. So the last question is, if it was true thousand years ago, what is no, no longer true? You, you, you see what I mean? Yeah. So that's... that's I th- kind of. I think uh, 
my understanding of anthropogenic climate change, it's not so much that the climate is changing, it's the rate of change. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but... So now, the, uh, uh, when you're there, you, you're gonna... Qu uh, it's open, the, the door is open to a lot of questions, mm -hmm. which make it very complicated. Okay. So uh, to Tony, I would say, well, okay, let's say, Tony, uh, since I, I'm born, okay, some 50 years ago, I see every morning the sun rising. Why the sun wouldn't rise tomorrow, specifically tomorrow? And now it's up to him to explain me why. But uh, if he has a good reason, like, uh, well, we saw a big asteroid coming down and knocking down the sun, and here is a photo, the radar, whatever, I would say, okay, maybe yeah. you're right. But if he says it's because my neighbor told me so, or my grandmother said that she has a pain in her knees, that's a sign that the sun won't raise, that's a little short explanation. So, I mean, I... So, it... Let me ask you, yeah, and to change gears for a second, let me ask you questions that get at your emotional feelings about climate change and not whether actually it is occurring or not. Whether anthropogenic climate change is occurring or not, does that matter to you or does that not matter, or would that change your life any, depending on the outcome? Yeah, I mean, as a member of the Earth community, it's a big subject. I mean, whether it's it's right or wrong, I mean, true or false, or, uh, and, and there is impact. I mean, one more time, you're going to pay more taxes. I mean, uh, they are doing a big plan in so Europe. So if climate change was true, you'd pay more taxes. Yeah, or you're going to change your way of life. Or and you, you would have to change your life some. Yeah. Or if anthropogenic climate change was not true, yeah. would you have to change your life? Yes, I think anyway, it's hiding uh, another problem, which to me is less easy to contradict, which is pollution and pollution affect our lives. So you have to change your life either way. Yeah. I think we cannot sustain uh, the way we are doing it. And I, I came during this year to be interested by agriculture, for example. Uh, just simply, not that I don't want to be a farmer, but I bought a bigger land and so now I can have a, a, a garden. Yeah. And I came to realize that we are putting a big mess and that's the only way, the only thing that makes me doubting about my, my theory that the anthropogenic uh, uh, global uh, warming is not obvious the the impact on the agriculture pesticide the fertilizer which are ending in the river and then in the sea and and we have to keep in mind that the earth 75% of the surface is water okay so what's happened in in the oceans is way more three times more important that hap what happened on the on the earth, on the soil i mean on the on the emerge uh, part of, of Earth. But when you hear that tons of tons of uh, pesticide, of uh, fertilizer, yeah. in fact, only a third goes to the plant. So the two thirds end in the, in the sea. That might have an impact. 
What if Tony says that both could be true? Yeah. I mean, it's so complex that nobody can say, hey, I found the truth. I think we'll never find the exact truth. And, and uh, that's why the, all the models were of explaining us that in uh, 30 years, the sea level is going to raise. They were wrong in the past and they're going to be wrong in the, in the future. If you say that nobody really knows the truth in this case because it's so complex, yeah. is it possible that we then set ourselves up where the good becomes the enemy of the perfect? You know what I mean? Where yeah, I see what you mean. Uh, yeah, that's interesting point of view, and you're right. But if the humankind would have, we won't find the the, the explanation of everything, and uh, you know, like a law uh, sure. that explain everything. Yeah, uh, because it's so complex, and the more we find, the more the 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 the, the horizon is 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 moving. <laughs> Backward, so it's it's impossible to reach. But we have to f- try to find this horizon, yeah, because that's the motor of the progress. Yeah, but uh, saying well, we found the truth and that's it. No talking about it, or you are ostracized, or you're a bad guy. Yeah, that's the danger. Yeah, and that's part of my motivation for doing this radio show. And I hope yeah. I'm not coming across as uh, making a value judgment about your beliefs, I generally want to know how you've come across this belief and how yeah. you formed it. Because we need to have more of these conversations. We need to, to speak about this sort of thing more and without talking about a way that denigrates somebody. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do agree. No, and thank you for, I mean, letting me express my idea and Absolutely. not judging me like I'm a Trump supporter. No, I, I, denial. I, I'm not denying. I mean, uh, I'm skeptical. Uh, it's a s- switch in the in the meaning of the word. Skeptical is asking questions. And and whether you're a Trump supporter or not a Trump supporter or believe in anthropogenic climate change or don't believe in anthropogenic climate change, I try. And I'm not always successful because I do listen to my past shows and I have my own history uh-huh. and my own yeah, sure. beliefs and my own life. But I do really make the effort to see things from my guests' shoes and consider their belief to be true. So Appreciate maybe we could yeah. speak again I'd be in happy. Oh, a year. Yeah. And this will be interesting. And we'll see, I don't know, whether things have changed. Because yeah. honestly, I didn't... I anticipated you having the same belief, but I did not anticipate you, for whatever reason, having even even stronger belief. Well, maybe because of your uh, interview last time. Oh, I made your belief stronger. <laughs> All right. No, no, no. I mean, uh, make me question even more on... And, and the answer I found was more in, in the way I was feeling. I see, I see. Yeah. So it made you dig into it further. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, Jean-Francois. I appreciate this so much. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. You are a good person. And, you. you know, <laughs> sometimes we can take one person's belief in one area and make that belief indicative of the character of a person. And... That's just not the case, right? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks, Jean Frazo. 
From the WHUP studios in downtown Hillsboro, North Carolina, I'm Mark Solomon, and you've just listened to another episode of Being Reasonable. Questions? Thoughts? Connect with us at beingreasonableshow.com. See you next week.
Thank you.